I planted a garden. I've never had much of a green thumb, but I've heard that gardens grow with love. That's all I have to give, so how badly can it go? My only wish and intention for each individual flower is that they'll grow beautifully, wildly, and full of life. I have this same wish and intention for you. Be beautiful, be wild, be full of life. Welcome to the Garden of Creden. My lovely guest for today, Miss Tan Carter. Hello. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. Like, I don't know why I was, I'm not, I'm like, not really nervous, but like for weeks I was like, I want to have Tan on the show. I want to have Tan on the show. Oh my God. But I didn't say anything. I don't know why I was just like, ah. Maybe I'll run into her and then like, I don't know, but I finally no, got the I'm courage. I'm so glad that you asked me. I'm, I'm yes. just as excited to be here as you were to like yes. invite me here, really. Okay. I love, love, love listening. Yes. Yeah. I love yours. I oh love, my God. I love the honey files. I just love, Thank you. and I remember, I think it was when you first started, mm-hmm. you had, um, done like a little video and you were saying that like when you're a grandma you want to be called honey <laughs> and I just thought it was the cutest yeah, thing yeah grandma honey <laughs> grandma oh my god no one's it. gonna call me that <laughs> no they will oh, they I, wouldn't will. that be crazy if they end up doing that one? I think it, yeah. yeah I mean just yeah make it so and it will be <laughs> yeah you're right you're right yes but um so tell me about the podcast your honey so files. the podcast really just started off as like therapy for me mm-hmm. because I just moved back home from Brooklyn and had like this awful breakup and you know how like you can't like let's just keep it real you know how like when you break up with someone and you talk to one friend then you can talk to another friend and you just can't keep talking to your friends right. about they don't you just know after a while that they don't want to keep hearing they don't want to hear it no, no like there's also nothing's changed or changing no you're so it just not is what it is you're just and, gonna uh, continue to complain and cry yeah, about it yeah so just gotta deal with it what do you your own. <laughs> and so i was like well i'll just try this whole podcasting thing and i figured i would just kind of like talk my way through this whole breakup mm. and just talk my way through everything that was going on so then i noticed that i started healing and everything from the breakup but then I just got comfortable with talking about everything that I was going through. Then I felt like people weren't really being as transparent as as they claim to be. Like, here we are with everyone showing everything, but I don't really feel like they're transparent in the areas where other people could grow from. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, let me just start trying this and just start sharing, like, my road rage was just, like, <laughs> top thing on my podcast. <laughs> and just my ups and downs of just being a woman, being a black woman, you know, being human yeah so that's it it's just like journeying and then it, retrospecting as well because i'll go through stuff and i'll just have to go listen but like what the hell were you talking about <laughs> right. i do that often actually but it's nice to listen to because i learn mm-hmm. i grow it's nice yeah yeah well i always find like whenever i tune in it's like randomly that i'll tune in and i don't yeah. even know what like cues me to certain episodes yeah but they're always right on time yes. like it's always like in sync with what i'm going through yeah just like yes i needed to hear that right now yeah in this moment so it's really great it's that's really inspiring perfect. and you know what that's one thing that i like the most about it because i know sometimes a lot of podcasts now are like and which is what i love about yours as well um, but other podcasts are pop culture 
what's going on oh, right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. you know, but your podcast, world, I can yeah. listen to that timelessly. Mm-hmm. I can listen to that 10 years from now. And it's still, it's something that will resonate with right, me. It's you know what I'm saying? And right. the same thing with, with mine, I don't really like to talk about pop culture or what's going on week by week, but st- like real things, real tangible things that anyone can listen to at any given time. And I think that's why you don't have to listen to it in order. Just go, like you said, just go and pick one, listen to one, whatever draws to you, because I just feel like there's just a message at any time. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And you are... In the hundreds right now. Yeah, episodes. that's wild Isn't to me. Because are and you're releasing it weekly? Yeah, weekly. That and takes a lot of dedication and a lot of <laughs> girl. Because <laughs> I like bi-weekly with me is like all right. I gotta okay. I gotta do this. Gotta do yeah, this. because but it's so like full again. I keep it real with myself. It's not that well edited. Okay, okay. Which is why it's so easy for me to just right. put it out put because it out I'm in the car, I'm making noise, <laughs> I'm zipping, I'm beating yeah. on things, and the levels are here, they're there, they're this, and it's just so raw and just all over the place. There's just something I'm really hoping to be able to do in the future, just kind of clean it up a little mm-hmm. bit better and just kind of take it... It's not that I don't take it seriously, but just kind of package it more seriously than what I, I do. But it's so easy. And I'm pretty sure once I start being that intricate about it, ooh, making that <laughs> weekly time, that deadline might be super difficult. But like right now, it's just like, man, yeah. put it together. Here, have it. I kind of like <laughs> that style, though, too, because I have heard a few where you were in the car. <laughs> but it's like, okay, this is an important message. Like, she had to get this out yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> So I respect it. <laughs> My God, you hear the little blinker going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, it's great. It is great. Oh my gosh, yeah. So when I was very excitedly telling people, you know, that you were coming on the show mm-hmm. and like describing to people who you are and what you do. Yeah. It's really, I feel like there's so much. Like, I was like, well, you know, she's an artist and she's a poet and she has a podcast. And I do too Like, much. I just like, so in your words, like who is Tan Carter? Too damn much. <laughs> Tan, too damn too much. Too damn Carter. much Carter. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is, it's a thing. Oh God, I am, I'm doing a whole lot. That's something I've had to also come to terms with lately is that I'm like kind of spreading myself really thin. Mm. Um, so I, there are many things that I do. I enjoy doing poetry. I enjoy my podcast, my vlog. There are so many things that I do, but it's like at the end of the day, what is the only one thing that I like to do? And that's just bring healing and light to mm. people through whatever it is that I'm doing. And so first and foremost, oh, excuse me. We're drinking mimosas, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Like almost, yeah, sorry. I don't know if I was supposed to tell y'all that. I don't care. Okay, because I was about to burp. Sorry. Um, but it's just something I have to just like be real with. I just feel like I'm a light worker, and anything that I do, I want to just bring healing into it. So when I did my one woman poetry show, Mm. that was bringing healing or introducing a form of healing to people that may not know anything about that. And the same thing with the podcast and the same thing with the vlog. And that's the only thing that seems to be the same foundation, even though I'm doing way too much, is that I'm bringing healing, being a light worker. Mm-hmm. But other than, I mean, shit, I don't Why know. Why you say you're doing too much, though? Because you're feel... doing it all and doing it all well. Thank <laughs> you. Because, you know, sometimes you feel like it's just still a hot-ass mess, you know? Yeah. 
I think we're we're just the hardest on ourselves. We are. We're so and I and I always talk about how we have to like lead with love, Mm -hmm. have grace and compassion towards people, and constantly when I'm talking about these things, I have to remind myself, oh yeah, me too. Like I have to have that for me too. And it's like, damn, yo, like practice what you preach with yourself Mm -hmm. sometimes too. And so I realize, you know, again, even in saying I'm doing too damn much, girl. You're doing just enough, you know? Exactly enough, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm -mm. That's so wonderful. So I think I probably know you mostly for the poetry. Like from, Mm. I don't even know how far back I can remember. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we talked a little earlier. Yeah. It's way, way, way back. But, um... But the poetry is is kind of the main thing. Is yeah. that kind of like your first love? Or yeah, yeah, definitely poetry writing. Yes, that's one of the things. One of the earliest memories that I have growing up is having a diary and writing in it. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, writing poetry that would be my first love. Yeah. Where writing. do you draw your inspiration from? Life, love. I write a lot about love. Girl, me. I too. write too too damn much about love. Oh my gosh, I write about love a whole, whole lot. If I'm not talking about like how the journey makes me feel, then I'm talking about love. Mm. So mostly just things that have happened. And it sucks that 95% of those things that have happened are like heartbreak. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, love. You're in such touch with like who you are as a woman. You yeah. Know? So to even go through that, I think there's such strength in the vulnerability, first of all. Yeah. Like to be able to put yourself out there in that way and like let the world know God, I yes. have been hurt <laughs> yeah because it's it's like yeah that hurt is like nothing to play with no it is it is scary because even this one vlog that I just did talking about like one of the toughest heartbreaks that I've ever dealt with that took me what is it 2020 now and that mm-hmm. happened in 2016 so that's gonna be about four years to really talk about thoroughly and really be honest and open about those details but I find it important because I, okay. So I had a roommate that used to tell me that used to be like, you got to lie. <laughs> you got to lie about how you used to be treated. Right. Mm. So when the new guy comes around, he knows that he can't treat you any less than whatever you've lied about. Like, okay. so my last guy used to give me all the candy and know that might not <laughs> right. have been true, right, right, right. but we're going to go ahead and lie and say set the bar true. high. Right. And mm-hmm. so for a long time I used to operate like that, but then I realized no, because if I'm honest, you'll know that I'm not dealing with no shit. Either. Right, right. Like the tolerance is real low for it. Yeah, and they're done that and got no time for it. Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. already know from the door. This is what I've dealt with. The trashy of the trashiest. So you can try, but mm-hmm. I'm letting you know. Yeah, cutting it off. So I, I kind of try to refocus how I look at some hurt and pain that I went through instead of always being like, "Woe is me." Mm-hmm. You know. I don't even remember what you asked me. <laughs> See how deep the hurt takes you. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's beautiful though. No, the the question was on your um, inspiration for it. So, okay. So yeah. So know. yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. I feel like um, more recently, like I've started sharing poetry too, and it's. Bravo, by the oh, way. Good. No, for yeah. real, for real. I love, 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 love oh, your work. I really do. So and you should definitely keep sharing it. It's Thank dope. Thank you. Thank for you. For real, it's dope. Thank you. It's dope. So, well, part of what 
has taken a while for me to share it is because it is from such a vulnerable place yep. mm-hmm. and it is very real feelings mm-hmm. and feelings that you know you try in a way to to part from so yeah. then it's like okay well let me dive back into it real quick to share it you know and then dive out you know mm-hmm. but be able to not get stuck in it so feel it enough to be able to emote mm-hmm. but not get stuck there so mm-hmm. it is it is quite a balance it's oh i it is it's a balance mm-hmm. i don't like that feeling either having to like dip back yeah, in there yeah. yeah it is it's a balance and it's like you kind of understand why so many great artists like lost their shit mm-hmm. oh i completely <laughs> yeah, understand you, you totally I get it understand like mm-hmm. things can drive you crazy mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. really can that's one of the things that i try to constantly talk about too is just mental health yeah and i feel like um the effects of of heartbreak on mental health are like I don't think it's it explored enough. Yeah, like, it really, I really can. I feel like it can kill you. It really can. And I don't think it's explored enough. No, not at all. At all. Not at all. And I think people should take it more seriously. And there was something some article that was floating around on Facebook and I was thinking to myself, damn, I didn't even know that. And they said how sometimes was it traumatic events or heartbreak can sometimes trigger memory loss? Mm. And I was like, fuck. I said, yeah. I could totally see that. because It I'm, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff you sit here and you like every day, I don't want to think about this. Yes, I don't want to. have to block it. The same thing is like with, with PTSD or traumatic yep. events, you yeah. know, like, but it's somewhere though. Like it's, yeah. not, it's not eliminated completely from it, your brain. Exactly. You know? It still needs to be, I guess, <sighs> felt. Uh-huh. The only, what I say? The only way out is through. Ah! <laughs> Like, so I don't worse. like it. I don't like it. No. But um but I do like the things that are able to come from it because I feel yeah. like with with both of us I can say genuinely I feel the poetry is is very beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's what people can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So agreed. Wonderful. Yes. How has your Well, first of all, how long have you been doing poetry? <laughs> long, long, long time. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. I was I for as long as I can remember. But I've been sharing my poetry since about, I would say, like, 2014, okay, maybe. But I've been writing for forever, but mm-hmm. i just been really self-conscious about it. Like, you look at, yeah. you know how it is when you get on online and you see people that are making crazy money off of their poetry. You're mm-hmm. like, how are you doing that as a writer? Right. <laughs> and right. it's like... like and yeah, what, what sets that apart, you know? I don't know. I haven't been able to figure that yeah. out. Like, what is it? Like, I'm not going to, nope, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about it off. <laughs> I'll ask you your opinion that. off <laughs> But, like, I don't know. I don't know. And then I start comparing. So, for a really long time, I didn't share because of that. I'm just like, uh-huh. I don't think it's up to par. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's this. And then, um, I don't know. I just, I was like, well, whatever. Whoever mm-hmm. thinks that it's good will think it's good. And who doesn't won't. And even if someone thinks it's good and maybe I'm off, I'll learn. I'll grow. Mm-hmm. So. That's the that's part of the thing that I've been learning too is yeah. that one nothing good comes from comparing. <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> like nothing. I mean, it's sometimes like you can get inspiration from people, but I just don't think that's the same as really comparing yourself to them. Yeah. But every every like inspirational speaker that I've really seen talk about the key to success they Mm -hmm. say it lies in not caring what other people think you know so it's really like even with like the poem that i just put out yesterday i was just like "Eh, here it is okay yes and it's perfect that's it you know and it's perfect (laughs) yeah you know what i mean thank you 
same. Like, I for a while, I don't know. Are you still posting? Like, you were posting, like, it was different type of pictures in the background and then your poems on Bob Yeah, no. I, have, I love I stopped, those. I know. I should <laughs> do that again. Yeah. But I don't know what made me stop. Um, well, I'm lying. I kind of know what made me stop. I just kind of felt underappreciated. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel, I felt like I was putting out all of this free content and for what? Right. And some gems too, right? And it's like, anybody wants to Yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> is moved by this yeah. or whatever, but... No, but that's the thing is people are silently moved by it. Like, yeah, I, it I, I'm learning too that a lot yep. of people don't... I don't know what, if they don't feel comfortable, like, outwardly yeah. showing support, but a lot of people pay attention to things. Yeah, and as quiet as kept. Mm-hmm. I, I'm realizing that too, which is why... You know, a lot of times it's just so important to stay consistent and just yes, and just keep going because yes. you just don't keep putting out. Content. Yeah, you just yeah. don't know. Because I I remember with the podcast, there was a moment where I kind of like fell off, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't really look at numbers because I get obsessive about mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I try not to like look at um stream numbers. I've been doing it lately and trying to take more power over that instead of becoming fearful and being right. like I I'm empowered by this. But I remember I'd fallen off. I just, because I was in the, I don't feel like it mood. I'm out of that shit now. But the whole, I I don't feel like it. I'm not going to do it. I went back and I went to go look at numbers and I had tripled Mm. the amount of streams that I normally have doing that consistency. And I just stopped. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is (laughs) wrong with you? What's wrong with you? And then when I finally came back, it was like, the numbers were crap. It was right. because I had left. I had just stopped. And I find that I had I do that a lot too. Like I'll get into something and then I just stop. Another habit that I'm breaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, consistency is just super important. Yeah. It's just super important. Definitely. Plus, I mean, you do have a lot going on. So I understand yeah. how different things can pull your attention at different times. Yeah. Yeah. But I got discipline, self-discipline. Right. It's everything. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. You know? Shoot. We talk, I, I've been talking with different groups of people about the importance of having a strong team, mm-hmm. which, yeah, I mean, that's definitely important, but also there's so much, like, accountability that we have to place on ourselves. Yes. You know, to, to really be able to get shit done. And, yeah. and in the way that we want, like, nobody can see our vision the way that we can see it, you mm-hmm. know? So. Mm-hmm. Did I make up that you do short stories as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't make that up. Okay. I've done, okay. no. I've done two short stories. That's wild. I've done two <laughs> short stories, like, you know, like, I've done them in segments on Facebook. I've done two. One of them about, it was about, uh, fuck, what was it about? It's about this island. It's called Doctor's Island. And there was, like, this witch doctor guy that lived on the island. Mm. That was one. And I never finished it. And then there was <laughs> another one called Mizigo or something like that. And that was like this Afrofuturistic That's tale. Yeah, yes. that was my shit. That was my jam. Yes, yes. And I be thinking to myself, yo, like, I, I look at all of these um, Afrofuturistic stories that are being turned into screenplays and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And once again, I'm, I'm shown how important consistency is. Like, I'm not saying I would have been the next New York bestseller with a new screenplay, but I would have. That could have been something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I just stopped doing it. That was my shit. I I really enjoyed writing that. Maybe one day I'll keep yeah. writing. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love Afrofuturism. And there's so much stuff that you could do with it too. Yeah, Even like like um collaborating with some dope artists. You know what I mean? Like, ooh, get out of my head. 
<laughs> because I hear music for it. Mm. I hear music for it. I see, like, when I think about my one-woman show and it expanding, I see music for it. I see, even if I can't do the entire thing, like, one scene being acted out in it. Not necessarily me in it, but I want to be able to look at it and see this as a part of my you know you know what I mean oh man that's so dope that you say that man (laughs) that's crazy well I know we're just like tripping thoughts (laughs) on each other so now I want to talk about your one woman show okay all right (laughs) I I like everything about it like I want to know how it came about I want to know like the message you were trying to convey yeah everything so it was called yay yay which is Swahili for mom mama mother how did it come about um I don't know I just wanted to I wanted to share some work that I have been writing lately or have been writing for a while, actually. So I started getting into like ancestor veneration, which for those of you that may not know, that's just, you know, giving respect and honor to your ancestors, like your great grandmother, your great great grandmother, ancestors you don't know about, stuff like that. So I started getting into that. And around that time, I have a lot of like poetry and a lot of work surrounding like ancestor veneration and I was like what do I want to do with this like because it's there's messages here there's things here that I was feeling that I was that were flowing through me and I don't feel like it's so it's a lesson I feel like it's also a lesson there are things that I want to do with this so you know what do I want to do and I figured I want I want to do a show finally um I had been pretty much tired of being like side acts if you get what I'm saying yeah yeah like, oh, here's an event. We're going to have some poetry and some of this and some of that and some of that. I wanted, the, I wanted to be able to cultivate the space. I wanted to set the vibe. I wanted it to be how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And boom. And that was that on that. Like, your vision. My exactly. vision. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I didn't want to move away from that. So having food there was important to me because, um, you know, fellowship when it comes to black culture fellowship and food that's important to me feeding ancestors that's important to me so i wanted to make sure that there was food music an altar there and that i had an altar with my ancestors and so really i wanted to put people on and still i still want to be able to put people on i would love to do that show and have an even bigger production like Mm -hmm. in my vision I see dancers, I see drummers, I see, you know, bigger altars, bigger offerings, because each, my vision was for each show to be an offering to my ancestors. So at the beginning of that show, that is what I did. Mm-hmm. I offered, um, I gave an offering and then I performed. Um, and so it just takes you through a line of like pretty much what I did to get to ancestor veneration and how someone introduced me to Orisha and how I didn't even know like these people are they're deep i met them in brooklyn they are deep in this they are they are deep in this Mm. so they're talking to me and were giving me of course very surface information and so i just took this i was like this sounds really dope and so i took and i learned what i could but i felt like there was something else i felt like there was even like like i felt like it was mine but i didn't feel like it was mine if that makes any sense Mm. like i felt like it was black but i didn't feel like it belonged to me fully yeah if that makes sense so orisha that's black but i still didn't feel like i felt like there was something else that was more mine and of course my ancestors so eventually that was the whole show from when i from from when i met these gentlemen that introduced me to orisha and pretty much african traditional religions and just kind of just trickling down to when you know 
I find solace in my team, my spiritual mm. team. That's yeah, it. It's beautiful. And I met your grandma. Yeah, you were able to meet my granny. Yeah, yeah my fam. She was so happy about that. Oh. Her her mother was up there, like you know, on the. Um... Yeah, she was high. She was dying. Yeah, she was, like, talking to and she yeah, was, like, she. Yes, yeah, she. And you know, it's so funny because I was nervous about her coming because she's Baptist. You know, mm. like fully church. Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, fully Baptist. So I was, I'm nervous about those things. And even at at that time, before I moved out, she, you know, she knew about my altar and she had questions. (laughs) Witchcraft. Yeah. So I was nervous about how she wouldn't take that. So I was so happy to hear that she was just so proud, you know? Yeah. Made me feel good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You mentioned your time in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So how long were you there and, and like what made you move there? I was there for about five years, mm-hmm. almost five years or five years, something like that. Um, I don't know. Oh, it was just fucking It was a spur of the moment oh, thing. Wow. I was working for, I was working at a school and I had summer off and I was supposed to just go for three days. Um, <laughs> three days to five years, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> I was supposed to go for three days. I was, I was going to some brunch or something like that. And then the girl that I was staying with for the weekend was like, well, what are you doing for the summer? And I was like, nothing. So I stayed for the summer. Once the summer ended, she was like, do you really have to go back? I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> and so that's what happened. Okay. And I ended up staying until 2016. All right. Um, so yeah. how was that? A lot of a lot of growth occurred there. Oh, right? my gosh. Yes. A lot of growth. Um, that... That was probably the saddest I've ever been in my life, too, which mm. is also really interesting. Why? Yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't know. It was, it. what year was it? I would probably say 2015. I don't know. I was just super sad. Um, it wasn't that I hated my job. My relationship with my boyfriend could have been way better because, as we know, the following year, he had a baby mm. that I didn't know anything about. Not mm. as we know, but right. I'm talking <laughs> As we now know. <laughs> but now, yeah, as we yeah, now know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so it wasn't that great. I was living in a basement apartment. I don't know. I just kind of maybe felt, maybe I was feeling the feelings of this is the end of New York right mm-hmm. now. And didn't that's, really. That's, I'm sure that's what, I think like we feel uncomfortable like when things are not going right and you know, when it's time to move yeah you know? yep and like, i think i had started yeah i think i had started feeling those feelings and didn't really one accept them which is why i think it's so important mm-hmm. to feel your feelings whatever they are just don't push them away just go ahead and just let yeah. them overcome you even if they're tears fighting you know screaming punching not fighting each other but you know ah, swinging the air like yeah yeah boys in the hood <laughs> but i I'm thinking maybe those were the feelings that it was just kind of like time for me to move on. And I was maybe just pushing those away. And I was just really in a really dark, ugly space. Like I used to have these feelings like I totally understand why people would kill themselves. Like I would yeah. literally, I would think that and I would, I would think that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but on, on the flip side, it was some of the most freeing, most liberating feeling or times that I've had too, because I would feel so small. And that would make me feel so big in a way. I don't know what it... I would just be walking sometimes and be like, I'm in the New York, like... 
Mm-hmm. No, just look at the big buildings and just look at all the people and be like, no one is paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. And that would just make me feel so free and feel so liberated and feel like I can just do anything. <laughs> and then, then it would also just make me feel really lonely. Yeah. It's a really weird feeling out yeah. there. It's weird. And then, was that when things ended with the relationship? Is that when you came back? Yeah. Oh, bro. I think shit went, let's say shit hit the fan on like a Wednesday. I was going by Saturday. (laughs) So you didn't want nothing to do with New York anymore. No. And sometimes I regret that because I wish that I would have explored what life was like without that. Without that looming over my head and just 100% just being fully in it. Because prior to me meeting him, that's how I was living it. And then when we got together, it became how can I live with my man in New York. How can we build a mm-hmm. family together? It wasn't necessarily me just taking on New York. Yeah, I feel, you know, and, I, and for it took me a while, but I used to feel like he robbed me of that experience. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I've sorted that out. <laughs> you know, he didn't take anything from right, me. That was right. my decision. Your choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I literally have that as um one of the questions that I wanted to write down because as you talk about when you were, you know, first moved to New York and as you're trying to navigate this this city and this new stage in your life and I'm sure doing all these artistic and creative things, but then also trying to develop and maintain a romantic relationship, it can be very difficult. So now, real time, 2020, <laughs> you know, I feel like... Um, in that stage of trying to do those things again, you know, like working on both of us working on poetry, working on podcasts, working on all these different creative things. How is that for you with relationships, dating, <laughs> trying to incorporate that? <laughs> she laughs. <laughs> I'm so silly right now about that. Um, well, I just got out of a relationship mm-hmm. last summer. And I would probably say about a month or two ago, I finally felt like. I finally got it out of my system, like completely out of my system. And when I say completely out, like ain't being angry about it, being sad about it, wondering if he's coming back. I love, I feel completely liberated. Now I'm finally coming around to the idea of dating or talking to other people. And so I really don't know what to do. Mm. I really don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Cause the last relationship, I didn't have to do anything. He did everything. He texted me all the time, came after me all the time. I didn't have to do nothing. Oh, so and he so, really, like, courted you. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't really have to, I didn't have to do anything. So now, like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. Are you, are you trying to, or you feel like it's, like, I a distraction do. to what you have going on, or what? Um, no, I don't, I, I don't think it's a distraction now, just because I'm so... I'm so sure about what it is I'm supposed to be doing and the path that I'm on. So I'm, I used to be concerned about it in the past, but now the person that I am today, no, you're not going to interrupt that. Nobody can interrupt Mm -hmm. that. The last relationship that interrupted things. Mm -hmm. No, I'm so like deal breaker on that. If I feel like you're even about to interrupt what's going on here with me and mine, then we're going to have an issue. And when I say mine, I mean guy, (laughs) y'all. So I feel like you're about to interrupt what's going on with that, then no. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the deal breaker. But I did shoot my shot. So I feel like I'm, you know, I feel like I'm getting out there. Okay, how did it go? How did it give a report? (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Oh. (laughs) 
<laughs> but at least you tried, though. I did. I tried. Tried. Well, I tried. I tried. Like, as, as a woman with like oh confidence, my. when you're like, you know what? Like, I'm going to go ahead and shoot my shot. And then it's like, embarrassing. Like, I, did. <laughs> I got ghosted, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> like an actual date was set up and all that? No, 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 no. They just stopped texting me. Oh. I guess I'm whack. <laughs> no, you know what? But you know what? They could have just had something Things else going, going on. That's, and that's why I was, I didn't even take it personally. But I was happy, though, because... I saw something, I went for, especially with when it comes to guys, because I'm real funny about that, but I went out there, and I was like, are you single? Like, I would never say, but I did it, and I felt good about that. Like, I was like, okay, this is one, so that means that when I am, like, fully, fully ready, I can fully do yeah. this. And I like that. Me too. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah. I, I never even thought it was a big deal. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe when I was like 16 or something, but yeah. I'm a grown woman. Like, yeah. like, if I'm attracted to you and I'm I feel like, say- you know, there's a vibe going on, yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah, what's like, good? Like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, before I even start the flirting or anything, what's up? What's good? You single what? Right. And I felt good about that. So, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad about it. But I am, you know. Like what the fuck? What are you doing? Right. <laughs> no, I really well. This is the thing too, because like you said, with with your relationship when you were in Brooklyn, how yeah. the focus very much became on that person. Yeah. So I also got out of a relationship last summer ish, and yeah, like it was all about that person too. So I feel like this is the first time in my life where I'm really focusing on me. Yeah. So I also am like, I ain't want nothing getting in the way of that. You yeah. Know? But uh-huh. I feel like it can be a little bit of a struggle for people to understand that. I think, yeah. I think when, um, like when you're dating, if a man is very focused on his career or his passion, it's like, oh, that's, that's respectable. Like that's attractive. And men say that all the time about women, but then for real, like if I'm busy, like six out of seven days a week, like then it's like, all right, well, she ain't really got nothing going on. Like she's just not trying to see me. Like, no, I'm really busy. Like I have a lot to do. I have a lot that I'm trying to do. Like either like align with it or don't, but like it's still going to happen regardless. Yeah. So it's just, uh... you find a lot of people, like a lot of guys that you may be like introducing yourself like, are you finding that they may be uncomfortable with that? Like, you being busy and stuff? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the vibe that I've been getting from a few yeah. people as well. Yeah, but and I the can't thing is, it. you kind of like, like, literally, well, one, one dude, this was like a month ago, and he was just really annoying anyway. Yeah. But he was just all about, you make time for what you want. Get like, out of here with first that. First of all, yeah, nigga, I do. And I don't <laughs> want you. So, like, I'm not going to make time for you. Right. Like, at all. No. Right. But, but, but still, like, I make time for what I want, and what I want is me. Mm-hmm. So, my, like, sometimes my schedule includes a day to myself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like... And that's it. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't want to be questioned about that. Yeah. You know, like, it's just what I got to do today. Yeah. And see, oh, God, yes. Like, give me time. Give me space. Yeah. I'm allowed to have that. And you know what? And I feel like a lot of times, guys, when it comes to, like, busy women, I don't think that they understand that. I'm also doing this for the potential future of me right. and the person that I'm with. If I build an empire <laughs> and you are my mans, yeah, like <laughs> then we gonna have an empire. Like, like think about all awesome that would be that I go work on yours while I work on mine. Okay, cool. and, and admire me from afar and dote <laughs> right. on me from afar, and then next thing you know, like boom, and that's the way I kind of 
that's kind of how I want my guy to be. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing your thing, I'm doing my thing, and then we are able to bring both of our things together. And it's no, we're figuring out who's paying what bill. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, All right. that dumb, that yeah. dumb, trivial shit exactly. that don't nobody have time for. Exactly. Like, um, in real life, like, when, when there's kings and queens, you mm-hmm. know, like, they really have their own kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. queens can rule independently, kings can rule independently. And, like, if they come together, if they both find that it's beneficial, then mm-hmm. cool. But other than that, they have their kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's the type of shit I'm on right now. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. I don't want to... Yeah, same. I ain't bringing nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. So, I'm expecting the same right. in return. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I hear a lot of themes about, the, just as we're talking about, just kind of like taking control of our lives. Yeah. So you also mentioned that you recently left a job, so you're switching jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, just talk about the process of making that decision and, you know, what you're going to be doing and things like that. I'm a pretty selfless person to an extent. <laughs> <laughs> But like, okay, so, but when it came to my career, I really do love the kids. Like, I love, 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 love the kids. Um, But it became a thing where, okay, do I continue to put myself in uncomfortable situations um, to coddle other people's feelings? Or do I make myself a little bit uncomfortable for the big term goal of finally being comfortable and content and having a job because my mom says to me all the time hopefully somebody can take something from this gym as well like when she said it to me I was like oh my god mm-hmm. she was like the job is working you you're not working a job mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god you're right I'm not they are working the fuck out of me <laughs> yes. and so I had to get to a position where I was like I need a position where I'm working it to my advantage I'm working it to where I can capitalize off of my time off of my energy I can still feel good about what I'm doing um, but I still have time to cultivate my creative endeavors in this, that, and the third. And so after battling with that for a really long time and understanding that this isn't about you leaving someone, cause I kept getting sad about that. And that can even apply to relationships, just feeling really sad about leaving someone or hurting someone's feelings or what will they do without me? Right. Move the fuck on. That's what they're exactly. going to do without Life you. Goes yeah. <laughs> Life goes on. It's okay. Yeah. And so after finally overcoming all those feelings, you know, I was able to even pull in a job that was perfect. Mm. And so I'm still able to be people oriented and help someone else and do it from my heart. But I, I don't have any coworkers. I don't have a schedule. I don't have to be to work on time. Mm. Whenever I have a meeting scheduled is when my day starts. Nice. So it's like, you know. You're in complete control. Of I'm me. in com- complete yeah. control and I'm still working a nine to five, so to say, but not a traditional nine to five. Okay. And so it was difficult, but I mean, my advice, put yourself first, you know, in everything. It sucks. Sometimes it seems that you may come across like selfish, but it's just really important. Like if you don't, if you feel so depleted at the end of the day, who are you really doing anything for? Yeah. So, and that's what it turned into. Like I'm mad all the time. I'm not doing nothing for these kids. If I'm coming in here turned up like. Right. On defense mode. Already. Already. Like I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not my best. I'm not Mm -hmm. my best. So. It's no need to stick around and wait. And then, as I was telling you earlier, I started getting confirmation every day. Like, all right, come on. 
how many times do I have to keep showing you not you're not even hearing a sign or seeing a one one I'm literally here it is in your face every day you need to get out you know that's like real life shit right there. <laughs> yeah. Like with jobs, relationships, friendships, like mm-hmm. like things will be red fucking flags and it's just like alert, alert, yeah. alert, like yeah. warning. And then I think, I don't know if it's just us just being like, well, it's okay. Like yeah. I don't know what it is that makes us still try to deal with Why it. Why do but we do that? Yeah. Because you were at that job for how long? It would have been four years okay. starting that's, this year. That's pretty good. A lot, a lot of people, like I think, um, uh, I, I just think a lot of like young people just are from job to job to job to job. Yeah. So even, yeah. you know, I know people older than us, job longevity is like, oh, I've been here 20 years. But That's I feel thing. like for us, like three to five years is like, That's where it. it's at. <laughs> like, yeah. It's nope, our maximum perfect. capacity of handling that If job. you're not able to like move up or get mm-hmm, a raise, mm-hmm. bye. You need and to be moving. And the stress level. Shit. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. You need to be moving forward. Yeah. So. Well, I had done a um, vision board last year at the end of the year. And one of the things that I had cut out was um, it said, we're giving you your day back. It's up to you what to do with it. Nice. So I feel like now we're in the stage of like having control of our time. Yeah. You know, being very purposeful and intentional about what we do with it, using time to create, really to do whatever the fuck we want to yeah. do and need to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. I'm in a really, I can't fuck this up, mm-hmm. right? I can't fuck yeah. this up. I've got to be disciplined. I've got to be super intentional and really just on it. So it's requiring me to change a few things about my, like, what I like to do in my free time. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. <laughs> I, that's, look, I understand re- without even like, delving into it, girl. Yeah. So a little bit more self-control on that end. Mm-hmm. But I'm ready for it because I this is what I pray for. Like, literally, mm-hmm. I wrote petitions about my career my love and just what I aspire to see within myself and I'll be damned if things are not shifting and moving and shifting and moving Mm -hmm. so it's like I have to step up I have to be present that's the thing too is like things start happening so quickly when you're really in alignment with your purpose I feel it's like boom 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 and you gotta just get with it or you get your ass oh my gosh it's reminding me of this gift that I that I posted on Facebook and it's like when you're when you, what you manifest is start coming in, but you're not ready. And it was like a wave at the mm. beach, and he he was running up to the wave, but then the wave was like bigger than what he expected, so he started running <laughs> back from the wave. The wave took, took him out. over. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's how I feel. It be like that. It be like that. Like, oh shit, this is exactly oh, wait, what wait, I wanted. Wait, no. Okay, okay, but another thing, another um quote that sticks out to me is. Did you go to something in the water last year? No, I didn't. Okay, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, coming up again, very soon. But um, I remember that one this artist from Norfolk had gotten this opportunity to speak in front of Pharrell. Um, nice. I guess it like a panel type of thing, and mm-hmm. then from that, I guess Pharrell got to hear his music, and uh, it, just all these opportunities have been happening from that. Mm-hmm. And in an interview, he had said it was simply when opportunity met preparation Mm. so that resonated and just stuck with me so heavily like we like we have a lot going on and things are flowing rapidly toward us and into alignment but we just have to be prepared yes you have to get what is it get ready stay ready so you don't have to get ready. exactly and that is 
really like number one on my list like are you ready like are there things that you could be doing that you haven't been doing that could better prepare you for anything that's happening Mm -hmm. (sighs) I don't know yeah I don't know no I mean I think you're doing great because that's the thing too is like you do you it's there's a level of uncertainty involved Mm -hmm. as well Mm -hmm. but you just gotta. <laughs> I have to sit in that sometimes. Yeah, and because okay it's okay. That. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. I used to hate it so much. Like I don't know yeah. what's gonna happen. It caused such yeah. anxiety, but it's yep. just like, you know, all it's right, okay. We'll see. Yeah, we we'll will see. see. Everything in life is we will see. <laughs> Everything. Mm. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for coming. It's on. over. No. I mean, I no, I'm if sure. you have anything else, girl, I could talk to you no, all day. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't think that's... No. It, this was a great conversation. Yes. We totally it just really gotta is. start hanging out. No, no, for <laughs> real. I was just about to say that, like, for everybody that's listening, don't hate, but she about to be hanging with me. I'm like, saying, bro. though. Yo, I'm, I'm like, dead, like, seriously, yeah. I have been trying, well, not, not even necessarily, like, actively trying, yeah. but in my mind, I've been manifesting, like positive female energy to be around and I was like I need like straight the fuck up I need some girlfriends <laughs> like, same yes. same and we're gonna have some conversation about that in yes, a second yes, but yes. it's <laughs> same word okay cool same well to wrap up can you just share your social medias and if it, there's yeah. anything coming up that you wanna drop um I don't okay so there's, I don't have any shows coming up just yet. Hopefully, them. I want to put something together for summertime though, cool. um, something a little a different worldish. <gasps> I want to. I want to have something. Oh, see, I can't tell y'all everything. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. But that okay, was a, so <laughs> exclusive. It was just a preview. Yeah, that was just that was already too much. But okay, so um, you can follow me if you want to check out my podcast. You can follow me at the Honey Files Podcast one word i upload every sunday um if podcasting isn't really your thing then you can check out my vlog and that's tanisha vlog and that's every wednesday but either way if you want to just listen and watch me all the time boom there you go and i think that that's it yeah that's it well looking forward to everything you have thank you thank you Thank you um, so about to get much. this sneak peek. And- yes, yes, yes. I'm going <laughs> to yes, tell you. Yes, okay. <laughs> well, um, as usual, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Lilith Rose. And thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of Conversations from the Garden of Creedon. Bye. <laughs>